Hi, my name is Ben Jenkins and welcome to another episode of the New Grad Radio podcast. The podcast which follows the experiences of a new graduate nurse starting into the intensive care unit. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a little tip slash technique of, of what I've been using within the intensive care unit to overcome language barriers. Now, I think we all sort of know that the absolute gold standard of being able to communicate with a patient, whether you're in the intensive care unit or in any aspect of nursing, um, is to be getting in contact with a translator, someone who speaks the language fluently and who's able to really communicate with your patient to inform them of, of what's going on. But things can sometimes be a little bit different within the intensive care unit, uh, mainly so because the patients that, that often come in, um, especially as this patient that I'll be describing who has a head injury, it can be quite difficult to be able to know, number one, what is the patient's underlying conscious status, um, to be able to know just how well that patient actually speaks English in the first place. Um, so, for example, this, this patient that, I, that um, was next door, so it wasn't my patient, it was a patient um, that another nurse next door was looking and taking care of. Um, so neither of us has been able to see what his underlying conscious state has been like since he's been in the ICU. Um, and family-wise, there wasn't on both of our shifts, but we've sort of been handed over to say that um, you know, he speaks, you know, very good Vietnamese, um, but we, again, like sparse English. Um, so obviously that's going to be a bit difficult. So on the shift that we're on, uh, he, he was being weaned off of his sedation, uh, what they call the sedation vacation, to be able to see what his underlying conscious state was like. Um, so again, we don't know how well he speaks English. So we've been trying to, you know, keep him calm and settled, um, to, to be able to make sure he feels safe because it's obviously going to be a bit scary to being, you know, just to be waking up in such a foreign environment and then you've got people most likely speaking in a different language that you don't speak, uh, it would be absolutely terrifying and you've got all these lines in you, you've got the tube in your throat, it would it, it'd be scary. So one of the tips and tricks that I picked up on uh, when I was a student paramedic was using a Google Translator with on with uh, within Google on the computer. So what I did is that again, none of us speak Vietnamese, <laughs> and it, it's quite difficult to to get you know a translator onto the phone super quick. I guess I just wanted to try to use some sort of bridging therapy um, to sort of see it, how how he would react um, to hearing something in Vietnamese. Um, so I turned the computer on at at the nurse's bedside space. Um, it was the first time that she had really considered this as well. Um, so I turned it on, uh, went from English to Vietnamese, and I literally just typed in, you're safe, you're in the intensive care unit. That's, that's it. And so I hit the volume as loud as it went, and I pushed play. And fair enough, here it goes, and it, it speaks in Vietnamese, exactly what I typed in, I assume. Um, but the patient was, was actually quite receptive to this. I don't know whether it was because it was sort of like a lull period, but... I don't know, it seemed, seemed to work in the moment. So we literally just kept it up and in any time that the, the patient would seem to get a little bit agitated, uh, we played it over and over and over again. Um, and you know, I, I think it actually did work. Um, so I guess that's a little little technique that you may be able to use, whether you're in any sort of environment. So the first time that I used this, again, was as a, as a student paramedic. And we're out in the community. Um, and again, you know, as a paramedic, it can be, you know, quite 
time-consuming to get in contact with a translator. It's not something that you can just sort of ring up straight away and get them on the phone. It, it, it does take time. Uh, so when you're in sort of like an emergency sort of situation especially, it's, um, it's important to be able to know what resources you can use uh, to be able to effectively communicate with your patients. Uh, so there was this experience that also involved the police. So we're all sort of standing here. No one really speaks the language. Um, I sort of joked a few of my friends that, you know, I can I can speak the most bare Mandarin. Um, and so this patient looked as if she was from an Asian descent. And so the one phrase I can say in Mandarin is, do you speak Mandarin? <laughs> that is literally it. So it goes, 你会说中文吗? I can say it with pride, um, but this woman was, was receptive to it straight away. So he clicked on to know that she spoke Mandarin. Um, so the police officer was there. Um, again, you know, we're all sort of getting at this stage, you know, as if like, what do we do? Like, this is, this is hard. Um, so they're trying to get in contact with translators on their phone from the police's end. And in the meantime, I did the exact same thing as what I, what I just did at my bed space. Uh, we're in a, uh, in a different environment. Uh, there was a computer available to us. Uh, we brought it up on the computer, brought up Google Translate, um, typed in, you know, a few key phrases, and away we went. And that that was all. That was a, an excellent sort of bridging between getting the the translator on the phone. That little bit later. So in the meantime, we're able to you know make some sort of ground towards finding out some answers, because this woman uh, within that setting just did not speak English really at all. Um, so again, that's sort of twice now that this, this little technique has worked. Um, you can bring it up on your phone quite, quite easy. And there's a few apps out there now which, uh, which are really effective at, at translating um, English into whatever sort of language that you're after. So I hope this little experience helps. This may be something that you may be able to use in the future uh, and just to be able to effectively communicate to your patients. So I hope you have an awesome day and I'll talk to you next time.